Hello, and welcome to episode 55 of My Circus, My Monkeys. It's August, and that means huge to-do lists, coming in early, staying late, bringing things home. So I want to do a few shorter episodes so you still have time to listen, and hopefully on things that will really help you be more effective as you're preparing for students to come back to campus. Today, I want to talk to you about training your team so they don't need you. So if you have new team members or you're just trying to get your team on the same page for this fall semester, stay tuned. You're listening to My Circus, My Monkeys, the podcast for supervisors in education or any field that emphasizes growth and development. If you want to reign in the chaos and transform your team to better serve your students and clients, Keep listening. This podcast explores essential information on supervision, employee engagement, and using a strengths-based framework to empower you and your team. We'll examine the latest research in psychology, neuroscience, education, and beyond to help you and your team get to the next level with your host, Ann Brackett, the Chief Engagement Officer of Strengths University. Okay, a lot of career advice is something along the lines of making yourself indispensable. So people need you. And in this day and age, you know, budget cuts, lower enrollment, the general stress of being under COVID, you know, a lot of us are probably a little worried about our job stability. So the thought of not being indispensable, or rather being dispensable, might make you a little nervous. But what I'm really saying, is you want to train your team so they can handle things without you. So as you're prepping for the semester and prepping and thinking about training these staff members, what do they need to know for the semester? How are we going to be more effective this semester? Think about if I had to be gone for a month, was completely unreachable. Maybe you won the lottery, not a huge amount, not enough to quit but enough to go on a long vacation somewhere where no one could get hold of you. Or maybe there's something else. Maybe there's a health issue. Maybe whatever. You couldn't be there. They don't have access to you. What do they need to know to be successful? And again, what's really important in thinking through this idea is the stories we tell ourselves. Because Maybe you have responsibility. And so, oh, no, I I need to be the one handling all these decisions. Or maybe, you know, you're deliberative in a certain way, can't handle them making these decisions or, or doing it without your ability to think things through all the way. But I'll tell you, if you've hired the right people, they can absolutely do it without you. You just need to give them that opportunity. And that includes training them well and then trusting them. And if you can't trust them, then really the work that you need to do is on yourself, not them. Yes, they may need to learn some new skills, some new information to be able to work without you, but that's your job as a supervisor. So when I was in res life, I loved RA training, one of my favorite times of the year. Yes, stressful, but I really, really focused on making sure they were so well-trained that for the most part, those things that happen in the middle of the night, no one knocked on my door. No one called me because they were unsure of what to do. 
I got to sleep. They handled the issue. And in the morning, after a good night's sleep, I could handle the aftermath. Because in reality, many of the things that as supervisors, we feel the need to get involved in aren't necessary if we're upfront, clear about our expectations, train our folks well, and then just let them do their job. And when you do this, the benefit is many, is many, many fold. There are many benefits to doing it this way. A, you can be sure that your team knows what to do. So if for some reason you're not available, and quite honestly, we all need to be unavailable a lot more than we are. With a few exceptions, none of the things that we're handling on a day-to-day basis are actual emergencies. No one's going to die. And of course, caveat, sometimes there are issues in higher ed where someone might die. But the vast majority of the time, it's not. Now, of course, we're under stress the vast majority of the time. So these things seem like emergency situations. But again, they are not. So in order for us to be less available, we have to trust and know that the people handling these things have been trained how to do it appropriately. So that's where you have to really make an intentional plan for your training and not just cover the basics, but really help walk them through it. Role play, think things through, make sure that policies and procedures are really clear. And if within those policies that you are supposed to be contacted, of course, they need to know that. But for the vast majority of things that supervisors are consulted on, it's not a matter of policy. It's a matter of, "Mm, I don't know, what should I do? And the question is, why don't they know what they should do? Why aren't they feeling empowered to make those decisions? And ultimately, that comes back to you. And as you're processing this, there's probably some stories coming up for you that... I don't know about this, Anne. A, I like feeling indispensable because it makes me feel important. And I don't mean this in a judgmental way, but for real, like the more people that come and depend on us, depending on what your stories are, you could equate that with your worth. And therefore, if people don't come to me to ask questions, to figure out what to do, what's even the point of me? And this goes to some really core beliefs about ourselves as people. The reason I am suggesting, as I said, the benefits are many, in part, I want you to be able to depend on your team to make these decisions, which then frees you up to both better take care of yourself and work on those higher level tasks that supervisors and managers and leaders should be addressing, like strategic planning, like assessing our systems like making sure the things that we're doing on a daily basis are making the difference that we want and helping us achieve our goals. But if we're stuck down in the trenches, helping our people make decisions, work through situations, then we don't have the bandwidth to do that. And of course, there's always going to be unique decisions. But the question is, does your team need to come and consult you for all of them? I would argue No. And in fact, by setting up a system where here's some basic training and then just come ask me, we're really keeping them from being empowered, from making those decisions, from learning and growing and becoming better professionals. 
mistakes might very well be made. But honestly, even with your input, mistakes might be made. And mistakes are how people learn and grow. So when you allow them those opportunities, again, setting clear expectations on what should happen in certain situations, what the policies are, what the procedures are, making sure they understand and have the knowledge that will allow them to make these decisions without your help, that, of course, is on you and is a super critical, important piece of this. But once you do that, then it's time to step back and enjoy your free time. And I'm not even actually kidding about that. Like, you should have way more time to, again, refocus your efforts on the big picture stuff, which is where your attention should be. And so open door policies, just ask me if you have any questions, stop by. Those sound great in theory, but they really eat up a lot of your time. You're constantly interrupted. You're not getting what needs to be done, done. And again, your people feel like in order to navigate any situation, they have to rely on you. So what I'm suggesting is you becoming dispensable. If you need to take a few days off, you don't have that voice in the back of your head saying, oh, but what what if something comes up? Or, oh, so-and-so is wrestling with that decision or this decision. Or, God forbid, oh, no, there's a meeting I might miss. What if I don't go to the meeting? The people at the meeting who are not you should be able to handle this. You shouldn't feel boxed in by that. And in addition to empowering your team, what that does is it increases engagement because suddenly they have much more of a stake in what's going on day to day. Like they are the decision makers. They're able to navigate this themselves. It also increases the trust between the two of you because if you don't trust your team, why on earth would they be able to trust you? And trust is vital for you to become an effective leader. So again, I want to keep this short And we're getting about to the point where short ends. So as you're thinking about this fall, as you're thinking about training your team, as you're in it, I know some of you are currently training your team. And what I'm saying, not necessarily put more work into it because you've already done a bunch of work, but really make it stick and really use language that lets people know, I'm giving you what you need to know to be successful in this role. And while I'm here to support you, once you learn these things, you don't need to come to me for everything. Yes, I absolutely want to be in the loop, but I don't need to, on a minute-to-minute basis, be involved in all these decisions because you're perfectly capable of doing that yourselves. That's why I hired you instead of Betsy or the other candidates, because I felt you were the best candidate. You would be able to do these things independently of me. And again, if some stories are coming up for you, if some feelings of, ooh, this is making me feel weird on the inside, then I invite you to think about where those are coming from and whether or not those stories are serving you. Because supervisors are more stressed than the people they supervise. And everybody's too stressed and you're too, too stressed That's bad. That's bad for your ability to make decisions. It's bad for your health, your overall well-being. So the more you can empower your team to make decisions on the fly, to think through things without your assistance, 
the more you're going to be able to take better care of yourself and better manage your team, which ultimately means better results for everyone, including our students. Okay, that's all I wanted to say. I really want you to think about stepping back and letting these people rise, letting these people grow and develop. You're there to coach them. You're there to help them develop. And you're there to give them the basics they need and additional training along the way. But you don't need to be consulted for everything because they are perfectly capable of doing it themselves as long as you give them a strong foundation. And that starts with training. Okay, remember to take time for self-care this week and stay strong. Thanks for listening to My Circus, My Monkey. You can find this episode's transcript and links as well as other episodes on our website, www.strengthsuniversity.org slash mycircus. If you found this podcast valuable, please share it with your friends and colleagues so we can empower and support supervisors everywhere. Finally, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. As always, Alicia and I are here to support you as you reflect on where you are and where you want to go. One great way to invest in yourself and your team is to join us for the summer cohort of the Supervisor Strengths Institute. We are revamping the Institute this summer to make it even more manageable for your busy schedule. It is the same great content, but we've condensed it so you can work through each week's modules and start implementing change even faster. We know that life can too easily get in the way of you staying on track, so we've also added a bonus for everyone who completes all eight weeks of learning. You will get an additional 60 minutes of our time, and you can use that for more individual coaching, a short team session, or to receive a discount on a longer team workshop. Our Summer Institute starts on May 28th, Go ahead and register now. Check it off your list. We want you, your team, and your students to shine their brightest. And that starts with you. So join us for the Summer Institute using the link in the show notes. Or if you have questions about the Institute or other services, contact us at Anne, and that's A-N-N-E, at strengthsuniversity.org. Thanks for listening to My Circus, My Monkey. You can find this episode's transcript and links as well as other episodes on our website, www.strengthsuniversity.org slash mycircus. If you found this podcast valuable, please share it with your friends and colleagues so we can empower and support supervisors everywhere. Finally, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode.